Hi, everyone. My name is Chelsea Neumeyer, and I am a time management and productivity coach. I'm here to show you how to work on the right thing at the right time to get more done. This podcast series is called Productivity is Personal, and that is a philosophy that I have built my business on because I truly believe that there's no reason to copy paste some schedule from the rich and famous just because they wake up at five o'clock in the morning and have a 30 minute meditation session and some fancy coffee ritual does not mean that that needs to be your life and does not mean that that's the only way that you can be productive and efficient and successful. When I'm talking to my clients about productivity and how they can set up their schedule for the life that they love in order to spend more time on the things that are most important to them and with the people that are most important to them. I ask a lot of questions that get to the root of who they are, what's important to them and what their life actually looks like. What are the needs of their family and their business? So one of the very first questions I want you to ask yourself when you're creating your schedule and when you're thinking about the different ways that we can increase productivity are if you are a morning person or a night person. And this may be kind of a silly question. And I think a lot of us do fall in the middle, but if you are a morning person, if you wake out of bed really clear and focused and ready to go, how can you start building your schedule to maximize that time? Maybe you need to get up a little bit earlier and block out an hour first thing in the morning to work on something that is the most inspiring for your business. That's maybe that's writing or recording a podcast episode or doing something super creative, whatever is going to bring you joy and capitalize on that clarity and focus first thing in the morning. If you are a night owl, more of an evening person, what can you do to structure your day so that you are maximizing that focus time in the evening while also not shortchanging yourself of any sleep. I know this is something that I struggled with for a long time because I tend to be more of a night owl and I like working in the evenings when I'm not being bothered by anybody, whether there's no meetings that I'm having, when emails aren't flooding in. So what I've done to ensure that I'm still getting mostly adequate sleep, that's going to be quite frank with you all. I don't always get enough sleep. But one of the things that I do is I ensure that I have a break between my day, kind of the client work that I do for my nonprofit role and getting into my business time. And I'm really, really thoughtful and really structured in how I work during the evenings. And I also ensure that I have at least two or three nights off so that I can spend time with my husband. And that's when I catch up with my family and friends and get stuff done around the house. But I try to avoid having anything really important first thing in the morning, because that's not when I am sharpest. I need kind of a slow morning to really wake up and be at my full capacity. The other way I can take advantage of this, and you can take advantage of this, depending on if you're a morning person or a night person, especially for those who are working more traditional hours, whether you're in an office or running your own business is I really like having meetings in the morning. I am also an extrovert. So meetings in the morning allow me to re-energize myself. I am not going to be doing my best work between nine o'clock in the morning and 12. So I might as well be in meetings and talking with people and kind of getting ideas and talking through different project updates and things like that. 
So I am refilling my energy cup. I am using that time in the most effective way for me. And I'm leaving my afternoons free for when I am most focused to get the busiest and hardest work done during my day. So if you are the opposite, if you're more focused in the morning, then how can you start flipping your schedule so that you are ensuring that your mornings are clear? So you can do that deep work, that focused work, those tasks that require more of your brain power, and then filling your meetings with less important tasks or meetings or things that don't drain you. So that by the time you're, you know, if, if you're throwing all your meetings in the morning, then you're wasting your really good work time and then feeling drained in the afternoon. So think about how you can start flipping that and what meetings you need to schedule to ensure that you are capitalizing on when you are most focused during the day. Similarly, if you're an introvert and extrovert, that can also play an important role about when you have meetings so that you are managing your energy levels throughout the day. Maybe you have two or three back-to-back meetings and that's it for the day as much as you can, right? You're going to need to recharge. You're going to need a little bit of a break to disconnect and then come back and be more focused when you have some quiet alone time. I also like to think about, you know, some more fun aspects of your personality, such as your Enneagram type or your Myers-Briggs type. I think getting to know yourselves, any opportunity you have to have one of those personality assessments, just add some clarity and insight into why you're behaving the way that you do and how we can maximize those moments throughout your day. So for example, the Myers-Briggs gets four letters. And the last one is either judging or perceiving. If you are a perceiving person, then you are much more go with the flow. You are party now, work later kind of person and things being rescheduled or moved around is no big deal to you because you would rather choose the option that is more spontaneous or more fun at the moment. It does not mean that people who are P don't get a lot done. It doesn't mean that they're not incredibly efficient, but that tends to be their schedule. They're a lot less rigid. So that's important for them to know because then they can maximize the time that is not being interrupted by spontaneous options. So that when those spontaneous moments become available, they can confidently take them knowing that they're going to get back to the work that they need to get done. Jays or judging people, on the other hand, have much more strict scheduling preferences. They like routine. They like having their days mapped out very clearly and don't always cope well when things get moved around or restructured. And I fall on the J side of things as may be fairly obvious to everybody, but this is a great illustrated by today. For example, I had a call that I was really, really excited about, and it was set with someone who was in a different time zone than me. And it was on my schedule for 10 AM. But when I checked the confirmation invite that they sent, the kind of the reminder that was from their Calendly system, it said 10 AM, but a different time zone. So I thought it, the meeting was a meet an hour later and I had to reshuffle some, some things and it was you know a little bit stressful on my end, but I got it all set. I was ready to go for that meeting to be at 11 and flipped some things around so that I had another meeting at 1030. And long story short, it was actually supposed to be at 10. So then I get an email from the person saying, hey, we're waiting for you. And I couldn't make it because I had double booked myself at that point. 
And I was so frustrated and man, that was a really tough feeling for me to shake off for the rest of the day, because I hate when those things happen to my schedule. And I hate that I rushed to try to figure it all out. And I was annoyed with myself that I had gotten it wrong in the first place. And so that is, that is a very J story, but I know that about myself. So I know to give myself a bit of a timeout when that s- starts to happen. I, like I said, I walked away from my computer for a second, took a couple deep breaths, got a drink of water and came back and kind of troubleshooted and then was fortunately able to reschedule from there. But knowing that about yourself can be really helpful when you're starting to map out what your ideal day looks like as a business owner. And I also really recommend to think about what your family needs are, right? As we're building our schedules or ideal days, there are obviously certain things that we can't move and things that we don't want to move. We want to build our schedules around our values and our priorities. And so if there are certain times you want to be there for your kids or your partner or your siblings or your parents, then we need to make sure that those are non-negotiables within your schedule. Other non-negotiables need to be things like self-care. That's honestly one of the first things for many people, the easiest thing to reschedule or think that we're going to reschedule. But I heard from a, a dear friend of mine that we are the most important asset of our business and we need to take care of ourselves as such. If you owned heavy equipment and construction, you would make sure that you're taking good care of that heavy equipment because that's the livelihood of your business. Likewise, you are the livelihood of your business. And if you are not well-fueled, well-maintained, well-oiled, so to speak, then you are not going to be performing your best. And so ensuring that self-care and family and other priorities that bring you joy are top of your non-negotiables on your schedule is going to be really, really important. So again, this is all to say that productivity is personal and I hope that my advice adds insight and adds ideas and sparks new ways to think about how you are setting your schedule or your to-do list or your inbox. But what I suggest might not work for you. And that's okay. I'm not offended by that. I encourage people to have conversations around that. And that's why I love talking about time management and productivity and community. So if you join the Unbusy business owner membership, you're going to have that community to talk with others about things that work for them and things that don't. If you check out my podcast from overwhelmed to under control, I interview entrepreneurs about what their day-to-day life looks like, what that behind the scenes scheduling looks like in an average day or average week, how they maximize their time, how they schedule all of the priorities that they need to get done to ensure that their business is successful. And of all of the guests that I've had, every single one of them has had a different way that they scheduled their time, a different way that they've approached their time blocking or no time blocking or rolling with the punches, whatever that may be. And yet they're all so successful. So this is one of my most important philosophies. This is something that I am incredibly passionate about. And I encourage you to give yourself grace when trying new things in your schedule, to be patient and consistent. When you try new things, we want to really dedicate the time and energy into trying something long enough to see the results or the lack of results. But at the end of the day, I've also done a lot of research. I've done a lot of experimentation 
And with that comes the knowledge and experience to be able to give really solid recommendations when I'm working with clients. So I encourage you to check out the Unbusy Business Owner Membership or any of the services that I offer. But thank you so much for being here today. And I have really enjoyed talking about all these topics with you all. And I hope that we see each other somewhere soon.